Good morning. Uh, here's Frank Kaufman. Uh, sorry I've been away for a little bit. Other projects have taken up my time. Uh, this morning I put together a little piece called uh, Who is Beside You? Who is Beside You? Um, listeners know that I tried to keep away from parochial preaching from within any single uh, religious tradition or spiritual tradition, uh, which I do here as well. But, but here, the basis for my comments and thoughts comes straight out of the New Testament, the Christian Bible. It's funny, they dropped the term Old Testament, which is kind of a disregard to the Jews for whom that that is their scripture. They call it the Hebrew scriptures, but they didn't drop New Testament. Uh, so there's a bit of a kind of a half done job at being correct and respectful there. But anyway, this is from the, the uh, New Testament, which is written after, uh, written about the time of, about Jesus' life, about the, a little bit of time uh, of his followers after uh, Jesus was uh, murdered or executed by the authorities and it contains the new testament contains a bunch of letters that uh, paul wrote to various young communities that sprung up from his mission work up through asia minor all the way out to rome uh, so anyway it's called the new testament and the passage that i'm basing my remarks on this morning is luke the the book of luke there's four Gospels, John, Mark, Luke, and Matthew. Uh, they all purport to uh, describe the same things, and yet they're extremely different from one another. Um, I don't believe at any point they contradict each other, but their emphases are, are entirely different, and some will include some things in the story that others leave out um, just for fun, for biblical just for stuff about the Bible, they're called the synoptic uh, uh, gospels. So it means that they they see together synoptic. They see together. They uh, if if you take all of the points of view, they converge on something that's helpful to understand the life of Jesus, who's the center of uh, Christian life. So this particular passage uh, from Luke twenty three. I'll just read it, and so my, my, as I said, the topic of my talk, or my little comments here, is who is beside you, and I'll just read this passage, it comes, it comes uh, as Jesus is being executed, he was, he was brought before the authorities by, peop by people who found him heretical above all, uh, he was tried by the the foreign powers, the, the Romans who were ruling over the Israelites in their own country. So Rome ran, Rome ran this kind of protectorate or colony or something like that. And so this guy, this uh, guy, um, Pilate, Pontius Pilate, is kind of stuck, you know, with some kind of bad assignment and has to try to kind of rule this, rule this people that, with rules and laws and 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 concerns and obsessions that are utterly not his own. He doesn't care which Jew calls themselves the Messiah or whatever. 
So he has to try Jesus just for the just according to according to Roman law and uh, and actually tries to let Jesus go. He uh, during that trial he couldn't even find anything that was he couldn't get the point honestly. He goes let, let can I just kind of whip this guy, flog him and release him and there was there was an uproar, there was an outcry that demanded uh, demanded that Jesus' crimes were so horrific that that death was the only legit, uh, uh, thing that would, you know, only thing that matched. Uh, anybody who knows the story of him can clearly see that there's, there's literally, I mean, you can have problems with what he does. Of course, not now, you know, he just went around helping poor people and widows and, you know, who knows what life was like day to day, but it's, it's virtually impossible to find something that that would cause an outcry that that the only the only thing that, that could could save us from the horrors of this guy is that he'd be put to death. But anyway, Pilate is left with no chance, uh, no option, uh, according to however the laws were uh, ran, ran, uh, uh, were uh, executed those days or implemented, and uh, and so Jesus is put to death. Then there's then there's the story of the passion it's very moving uh, i think even non-christians reading it open-mindedly would find uh, the story uh, very moving it's just full of it's just full of stuff simon of serene this big black guy is just kind of dragged off the street and carries the cross behind jesus and uh, there's a lot in there that's very that i believe is very important to ponder in in contemporary reality but all this i diverge all this is uh, not what i'm talking about so i'm going to read read this it's uh luke 23 okay v starts with verse 36 and the soldiers who mocked him coming up offering him sour wine okay that's a kind of a mockery it, it would be like jailers or wardens with with no no kindness or just uh, see prisoners or 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 condemned as de dehumanized it's just sport for them they've been they've been these people have been kind of removed of the, any degree of any com normal human things which just happened for uh, among people who are constantly confronted with criminality and and they're a base lot you know anyway uh so they're offering him wine sour wine and they're mocking him if you're king of the jews you know just save yourself uh and um this is you know, I, I will have to go into more stuff to even get into why they're using this term but these roman centurions they had no use for jews basically anyway and so here's some guy being executed for the hideous crime of being called king of the jews and so this is just this is just sport for them this is just mockery if you're king of the jews save yourself and there were there were two criminals who were condemned simultaneously with jesus and and were crucified side by side so there were all kinds of crimes being punished there that day on the hill of golgotha as it's called uh the hill of the skull and um and uh and so there's jesus and two people hanging beside him condemned criminals plain old every day the type of people who were legitimately put to death for the extent of their crimes um and so they're trying to make it through their final moments just like any of us would no matter how criminal i might be i come to the end of 
my life of crime or my life of sadistic kind of torture of people or kind of delighting in the suffering I cause because I've got a gun or a knife or something like that. I reach the end of my life and suddenly what I am is, you know, uh, uh, and it's a serious matter. So, so the criminals are just caught up in this kind of melee. A lot of the, a lot of the crucified criminals of the time, it's no big deal. There's not a big parade. There's not a march through the town. There's not some guy carrying his own cross or something like that. It's just, it's just a form of execution. It's, it's public execution that this is supposed to be, what is it called, a, a deterrent. You know, so that so that those who were condemned hung by the side of the road, and this would this would kind of try to help you not be a bad guy. You know that you know that could be me hanging there, or I don't know I don't know the nature of the period, but parents saying, "You see what happens if you don't be good." Or anyway, uh, that's just my speculation. But anyway, so so it's just it's just a it's just an execution scene there's a lot of guys there to be executed jesus is one of them these couple of criminals are one of them and but jesus was a, kind of a celebrity figure it was a, a big it was a big execution because he had a big following he had been a religious leader his uh, uh his uh, his followers grew and grew he was controversial uh he had managed to uh, aggravate some pretty big people, members of the of the Sanhedrin, members of the of the religious authority, and so this was a big deal, and so the criminals are just hanging there, and one of the criminals kept deriding him, so he's kind of going along with these Roman soldiers, and he's saying, so I'm reading, one of the criminals who were hanged who who were hanged there kept deriding him and saying. Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. So he's kind of, he's kind of choosing as his last moments uh, before he expires, before he breathes his last. He's, he's just kind of caught up in the crowd. He he has he, he's just he's just a kind of a a kind of an unreconstructed, plain old everyday kind of grotesque guy who's probably always been selfish has no has no capacity for human feeling and uh, and at best is just trying to get saved and his worst is just kind of uh, doesn't even have enough sense to revere his own passing and is now the Romans are mocking Jesus and he's right in there with the like, hey aren't you you know you king of God save yourself and us but to the right of Jesus on Jesus so this this criminal is hanging on the left completely self-absorbed, and in the spirit of kind of mocking Jesus, who, who had very little to, to, to recommend a death sentence, quite honestly. And then, uh, and, then he, and then this guy is either just in the spirit of mocking or maybe with half a hope, hey, maybe I can get out of this. You know, if you're the, aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But it was in a mocking way as the, as the, as the uh, scripture reports, anyway. Uh, but the other thief, the one on the right, rebukes the one on the left. So he's kind of talking past Jesus, to, like kind of leaning around or over, or who knows what's possible while you're hanging by the palms of your hand, nailed through the palms of your hands. But anyway, he goes, he, he somehow has enough left to him. And he goes, do you not fear God since you're under the same sentence of condemnation? And then this one on the right continue, goes on and continues to say, uh, we are, we're condemned justly. 
So there's a massive difference right there. He's in a relationship with the fact that he's been put to death for his own deeds. And he, and he, he uh, acknowledges it. I'm, like he goes, we're condemned justly. Or in, in other words, saying, I'm condemned justly. For we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. The thief on the right somehow, somehow has managed in a fleeting last chance of his life to come up with some remarkable stuff. Uh, first of all, he's acknowledging uh, and, and accepting and even welcoming, no, I don't know, welcoming, but uh, his, that he's justly condemned. He's not even resenting that, he, that his life is being taken from him. I did these things. This is the consequence. Here I sit. It's, it's a remarkable posture to be. You rarely find people who are capable of saying this extreme misfortune or extreme kind of justice being wrought against me is, is it's, it's natural. It's like gravity. I did it. This is what happens. I'm, I'm condemned justly. I got, this is what I deserve for what I've done. That's already remarkable what, as it is. And then while you're losing your life, he's kind of obsessed with the concern for the experience, the dying experience of, the, of some guy beside him whom he never met, Jesus. Uh, he just heard about him or knows about him or maybe thought he's a good guy. You know, this is not, you know, like read the papers. Of course, they didn't read the papers. But so, so, so here he is, here he is, sh like in the maximum amount of indignity, maximum amount of pain, maximum amount of like hopeless, utter hopelessness. And he's concerned about somebody else that itself is miraculous he goes he said uh this man has done nothing wrong and and he turns to jesus and says remember me when you come into your kingdom so he tried to tie himself to he tried to tie tie himself to uh his fate to somebody who he he understood to be a good guy christian interpretation of this is it's not exactly my cup of tea. It's just kind of reduced to confess your sins, believe in Jesus, just be saved or something. Okay, maybe it's true. I, I personally think it's probably true. But but that's too, to me, that's too flat, honestly. Uh, basically, basically, he says, he goes, we're all dying here all together. You definitely have some sort of destiny that has to be blessed. You're being put to death unjustly and and kind of the universe is just it's it's sure you're going somewhere just remember me he says just remember me he's not asking to save his soul he's just saying i tr i tried to i i tried to put a stop to this i leaned across and and told this this loud vile guy shut the f up you know this guy is decent and jesus Jesus turns to this thief, according to the records, it's probably stylized, but that's not the point. Jesus turns to this guy and says, truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. So, so Jesus, uh, regardless of what anyone wants to do religiously or theologically or uh, in the realm of salvation or power forgiveness, or that's all, that all has to do with faith systems and doctrines, uh, which I love, honestly speaking. 
but it isn't the power it isn't the power of jesus to kind of forgive a man of his sins that isn't the point to me anyway as i'm listening to this and this is why i wanted to speak for a couple of moments this morning is it's it is it is that uh, i'm not i'm not begging i'm not begging for anybody to like me or defend me or uh, that's not my game nor uh, nor was it jesus game uh he's not sitting there feeling sorry for himself or moaning or weeping or we if you read about the life of jesus you read he's ridiculously courageous he's ridiculously non-self-protective and non-self-pitying absolutely down the line so he's not he's not kind of emotionally weak and 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 kind of drinking up that oh this guy likes me he's just simply he's just simply moved by this guy he's moved by this guy and he said he said people like you you're like kind of saying like you're like me when he says today you will be with me in paradise in a weird way he's saying you're like me you something about you cares for what's right and what's good and what's true cares about what happens to others cares that people be treated fairly and is courageous and is selfless I think personally that Jesus turning to the guy and says, truly I tell you today you will be with me in paradise, is kind of, it's kind of a comfort beyond measure when, when things genuinely look hopeless. Jesus had so much, he's young, he's only 33 or so, 32 or 3. He's young. He could have worked another 50, 60, 70 years, and probably not then, but another 50 years maybe. Imagine the good a guy like that could do as he matures, as he becomes 40 or 50. Think of the good that a person of that magnitude of character could, have, could be doing at 50 or 60. What if he successfully started to get some following instead of opposition among the established religious leaders? Imagine. And so... So it is a hopeless time. It does, it does, you know, pardon my language here, it does suck to like have so much you can do and be being killed. And in the middle of that, somebody gets you. Somebody gets you for a second. And uh, to me is one of the, uh, I could, one of the, of all, you know, the, the hundreds of scriptures around the world, all of which lift us up. This one really lifts me up because one guy is called God himself by his believers. Another guy is like flat out a criminal, plainly a criminal who by his own account ha deserves to die for what he's done. You can't do much worse than deserve to die what you've done. And somehow these guys lock eyes eye to eye and, and, and Jesus, the son of God or God or, 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 or at least a certainly enlightened figure, looks and says, you will be with me. We have the same destiny. Just because the guy reveals his nature, who knows what led to his criminality, but he reveals his nature. He takes responsibility for what he does. He doesn't complain about the sentence he's been given. He's concerned about the dignity and proper respect for somebody who's a good person. And so... Uh, to try to draw to a close, because this ended up longer than I thought, but anyway, it's all right, I hope. Um, we, what I named this uh, this little thing, uh, uh, 
uh, podcast, is who is beside you? Who's beside you? Because we are, we are all three. We are all three. And, and we pass down through the center of this story ourselves. Not that we're Jesus, not that we're godlike or something like that, but sometimes we're good. Hopefully, a lot of times, you know, try to try to be be good more than less. But sometimes we're perfectly good, really, no matter who you are or we are. And at that point, at that point, when we're perfectly good and can be no better, you know, own that one. People aren't going to call you Jesus or Christ, but if you did perfectly good and can do no better, then there you sit, and. And then for sure, for sure, there is someone to your left that will turn to you and say, if you're so damn good, why didn't you help this? Why didn't you help me? Why You're not good. Look at me. They're there. They're there. They, they are on your left, and they, are, they hate you. They mock you. They deride you. They're with the crowds that are sure you're a charlatan. And sometimes we're not. Sometimes I'm not. And then and then there's there's the, those on my right that they're not saying they're not saying whispering in my ear, "Oh no, 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 you're a good guy. I really know you're a good." Guy. No, they're coming out, they're bearing their chest, they're standing forward they, and, and and with nothing to gain, saying, "Get off this guy." Get off this guy. You and me, we're the, you and me, we're the same. We're, we deserve this, but not that guy. And so this is our lives. This is our lives. That we don't really think about it. We just think about, we look at it as, oh, the, you know, this kind of moment of God and the sky's darkened and earthquakes and the resurrection. Yeah, that's all, that's all, uh, if you're a believer, Christian, true. Or uh, a dramatic tale of the intervention of God in human affairs, no matter what you uh, believe or don't believe. But, but in this story is is us, and and what Jesus did was was he didn't say thanks. The guy wasn't whispering in his ear, like I'm sure a lot of people are whispering in your ear. Oh no no, whatever somebody says, I think you're great. So what? Don't whisper in my ear. And then and then. And then when Jesus saw, the, saw, he gave him everything he had. That's all Jesus had at the time, the destiny to be in paradise. That's, that was the whole of what he had. And so when Jesus saw a person with warts and all, with his flaws, so criminal that he, that he self-confessed deserved to die, he just gave him everything he had. Gave him everything he had. And so... Who's beside us? Look around. You'll see. You'll know. That's who's beside you. Quite honestly, that's who's beside you. And in our effort to be decent human beings, when we see someone like the thief on the left, then we can at least try to be a little bit like Jesus and say, what can I do for you, man? Uh, uh, And don't be cheap, you know. Jesus didn't say, oh, I'll see what I can do for you, you know. He was grateful and just and kind of rummaged around in his pockets to see what he had left and what he had was destiny to be in paradise. 
And so for, for those on my left and those on my right, Jesus didn't kind of like yell at the guy on the right. Hey, what the F? You know, he's like, get off my case. I'm dying here. He didn't even have anything to do with them. That, you know, that's smart right there. But for the person who, who defended him with nothing to gain from it, he immediately just found everything he had, gave it to him, gave it to him, gave him the destiny of the living Lord of Christ, you know. Today you will be with me. So anyway, that's my, that's my story. That's my thoughts. That's, uh, uh, it's a way to pass through life. And, 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 you know, humbly while I'm chatting here, you know, I recommend please pay attention and, and study the story more. It's in Luke 23. Uh, not because you need to be a Christian. Or you can be or can't be. I'm, you know, uh, but, but let's, not miss, let's not miss what's preserved to give us insights into into how to go through life uh, uh, right. Okay, thanks very much. Um, be with us. Be uh, together again soon.